You're listening to episode 183 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And uh, today I want to talk a little bit about anger because I think that anger is a really misunderstood emotion. And I've kind of had my thought process around anger changed in the last year or so. And something that I really want to highlight here is that clean, healthy anger is very normal and it's actually really necessary because it teaches you where your boundaries are and when they're being crossed, even if that's sort of highlighting for you uh, boundaries that you maybe should have that you didn't know that you needed to have too. And anger can also be used to fuel or propel change and to let you know that you're sick of something or someone or a situation and to move on. And anger can be innovative. It gets us to the next step. It helps us to solve a problem that we're experiencing. When I started thinking about anger for this episode, I, I was thinking back to my holistic nutrition uh, training from a few years ago. And something that we learned was that according to Chinese medicine, the liver actually stores anger. And uh, in Chinese medicine, emotions, different emotions are associated with each organ. And that has always been really interesting to me because Something that you want to make sure that you're doing then is to support your liver as well. If you're experiencing a lot of um, like anger and stuff like that, and, and that starts to, to go into a realm that I don't really teach in anymore. Uh, but I do think that it's really interesting to even notice that and, and to be aware of that. So if you want to go do more research on that yourself, uh, you should check it out because it is, it is really interesting to learn more about that type of thing. But anger can manifest in different ways and it's often a secondary emotion, meaning it's not necessarily what we feel first. So we might feel it the strongest by far, and then we think that that's the primary emotion. You know, we'll feel the anger like enveloping us and we're like, well, I'm, I'm angry. And sometimes that is true. Sometimes anger is the primary emotion. But a lot of times it can actually be masking other things like grief or fear, um, sadness, embarrassment, disappointment, uh, depression. We, we tend to resort to anger to cover up more vulnerable feelings. And anger is one of the basic emotions along with disgust, fear, happiness, sadness, and surprise. But a lot of times it is secondary. And the primary emotions tend to be fear, sadness, happiness, and, and anger. But anger can often uh, also double as this secondary emotion where it's covering up for other things that, that we're protecting, that we don't really want to go down that road because it, it's harder to look at those more vulnerable feelings. And anger can tell you when you're triggered and it offers all kinds of insight into ourselves. It can really shine a light on something that needs to be dealt with or moved past or, or just worked through as well. And anger can feel automatic, almost as though we have no control sometimes. Who else has experienced that? I've experienced this so many times where we'll snap it at a loved one instantly and then we'll wonder within a split second afterwards why we lashed out. We aren't really sure what the problem is. 
And sometimes it, it's hard to, to determine what someone's anger is covering up. And it can be really difficult to see that. But think about, think about a bully. You know, typically if we see someone uh, who's a bully lashing out in anger, we can, when we get past the initial maybe poor behavior that is uh, demonstrative of their anger, we can start to kind of see that that anger is actually a cover for someone who has a huge amount of underlying pain or hurt. And some people thought and, and flat out said to me um, when my relationship when my last relationship fell apart, when I found out about all the infidelity, um, episode 117, if you want to go check that out, that had been going on for so many years, a lot of people thought that I wasn't angry enough when I found out about the infidelity. And I was angry. I, I was so angry that at one point I, I punched a wall in rage. There's more on that in, in a separate episode that I can reference as well. Um, when I found out about the secret house that he had down the road, um, I, I was angry that I had been tricked and played and made to, made to feel like a fool, like rejected, passed over, not enough. But I also recognized that it wasn't really about me. Not to say that one party bears responsibility, that like all of the responsibility, that's never the case. You know what? It always takes two just in, in different ways. Anything shy of abuse, that's abuse is different. Um, but those actions, they, they weren't about me not being enough. It was about someone else being deeply unhappy and trying to fill a void and validate themselves along with a whole host of other issues that had nothing to do with me. It, it could have been anyone in my shoes and the same thing would have happened. And that level of understanding made me have more compassion than anger. But my anger did indicate to me that not only had I had all kinds of boundaries crossed, but that I needed to put more in place that I didn't even know I needed to have. So that was what I wanted to really highlight about the boundaries discussion because anger can really shine a light on things that we have been ignoring, um, that we haven't been paying enough attention to, and things that we need to start to shift and change. And when all this came out too, I also felt free. I, I felt free far more than I felt angry because it, it lifted what I realized had been the prison of my own making. And it opened me up to slightly more unconventional lifestyle that I had always dreamed about, like an online business and traveling and more freedom. It, those are all still much less conventional than the kind of nine to five world that I was born and bred into. And it allowed me to fully step into that role in ways that I didn't think was possible before. But all of that is kind of an example of anger can motivate positive change. Maybe you realize that something you've been tolerating, you'll no longer put up with when you feel that anger. Or maybe you come to a moment of understanding about mistakes that you've been repeating over and over again, and you're going to do things differently moving forward. Because that, that anger and frustration can lead you to try things in a different way, to do different things, and to stop repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again. Nothing changes if you never get fed up with your own bullshit. Take it from someone who knows. <laughs> and this, this still happens all the time. This is, this is a lifelong process. This isn't just, you know, you get angry once, you fix something and it's fine. This is going to continue to happen. So that's why it's so important to start to recognize your own anger for what it is. And to start to pay attention when you can feel yourself getting angry. So what's happening in your body when you can feel that anger coming up? 
Where can you feel that anger? What's triggering your anger? Are you around uh, particular people or under certain circumstances or maybe even just in a particular environment when you become angry? And what are some of the common threads? Another thing that I wanted to mention here was that being direct does not equal being angry. So that tends to be more on the receiving end. And as someone who can be quite sensitive, I can feel this on a deep level. On the other side of that, I'm also an incredibly direct person to the point where sometimes um, I will say something in, in a very blunt manner and it can sometimes be interpreted as I'm angry about something and it's not actually the case at all. I, I'm not angry whatsoever. I'm just being very blunt in how I express my opinion and if that comes across to the person on the other end who maybe isn't expecting it to isn't expecting to receive it in that way, it can come across as like, she's just pissed off. And that isn't actually the case. So we have to be a little bit careful when we're interpreting other people's actions um, and, and really asking ourselves, like, are they actually angry? And just opening those lines of communication, more importantly, like asking them if they're angry and hopefully they will be truthful in their response. But you, you want to start to notice what you are experiencing when anger is coming up for you. And You'll know that your anger is maybe unhealthy if you're lashing out, if you are irritable all the time, uh, super easily bothered, hot under the collar. Like maybe you're, you're pushing away loved ones and it's affecting relationships. You're hurting people with your words or your actions. You're, you're holding a ton of regret about what you've done or said in anger. And obviously, again, any type of abuse, either physical, verbal, emotional, if, if uh, anyone is, is doing that in anger, that's not acceptable whatsoever. So those are all really unhealthy ways that anger can kind of manifest. But how to know if it's a healthy anger is if it's teaching you about a boundary that has been crossed that you didn't know you needed to have in place. Or if it fuels positive change. And if you can express your feelings in a rational way and identify what's causing you distress. And I also wanted to point out that how kind of how to handle someone who is angry, because that can be quite difficult. And this can, of course, vary depending on, on the individual and, and the situation. But one thing that I think is a relatively common thread, if someone is approaching you in, in anger, and I'm talking about someone that you know to not, you know, some stranger that can be maybe a little bit different. Stranger danger is like a whole other situation. Um, but if, if we're just talking about uh, you know, it's, a, it's somewhat like a friend or loved one who is upset and they're angry. Don't tell them just to calm down because that just completely invalidates their feelings altogether and is likely not going to improve the situation in most cases. But sometimes we can often feel like it's not safe to get angry, which is how I felt for many years as well. That if I like expressed even a healthy level of anger about situations where, where I was, by any definition, <laughs> entitled to be upset because my boundaries were being crossed, I felt that I was risking driving the other person away and that they wouldn't still love or respect me. And it was more about placating the other person than expressing how I truly felt. But that's a red flag too. So if, if you can feel the anger kind of coming up for you a little bit, but you don't feel safe to express it with a loved one, you need to ask yourself why. And I mean, you know, express it in, in like a healthy way. Are you fearing rejection? Are you fearing abandonment? 
Um, what, like, why is it do you not that you don't feel safe to have that conversation with somebody? Because it can be a rational conversation. Just because you're angry doesn't mean that it's going to involve like yelling and screaming and throwing things. There are other ways to express your anger that can be in a much more constructive manner. But if you feel like you can't express that for other reasons, you need to really sit on that a little bit and start to figure that out. So super quick review here is that you're entitled to have the full human experience and all of the emotions that come with it, all of the emotions that come with it. And I want you to really listen to your anger and notice what it brings up for you as well. Where are you feeling that anger? Address the areas that need attention that your anger might shine a light upon and use it to fuel you for positive change. There are so many things that we can do with anger and we tend to think of anger as, as a negative or a bad emotion. And, and I want to be very clear, there are no negative or bad emotions. Emotions are just emotions. They're, they're neutral. It's the meaning that we attach to them that makes them bad or uh, something that is less than desirable. So instead, if you feel something like anger coming up, rather than pushing it down or, or pushing it away or just trying to ignore it or um, not, not even wanting to talk about it or express it, you need to kind of use that to take a look within and figure out why it's coming up and what you need to do to change or shift something to make use of that anger because it's coming up for a reason. So the biggest question is why? And what are you going to do about it? So don't hate on anger because anger can actually be incredibly healthy. Um, and and there's, there's so many amazing things that can come from a little bit of healthy anger. So don't think that it's bad. It can actually be serving you in a really, really beautiful way. Okay. So next week, I've got another episode coming up on Thursday. That is awesome. A uh, business episode. And next week, I actually have another episode coming up about what doing the work so-called even means <laughs> because this is incredibly abstract com concept that we hear about a lot, especially in the personal development world and, and in relation to mindset and, and changes in one's life and all of these things. But what the fuck does it even mean? So we're going to go into that a little bit more. I'm really excited because I've been planning this episode for a long time. So make sure to tune into that one on Tuesday and we'll be back soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. I'm so incredibly grateful that you took the time because it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review, and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so that I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with brand new episodes, and I am looking forward to growing with you. Bye.